Okay, so um, last week we learned Ois Gimel in the first parak Neymarom. Today we'll read one one paragraph further in the Rambam himself. <coughs> Page test. Yeah, yeah, that paragraph. The paragraph that starts with Atayodea. <coughs> Alright, in the first paragraph, we saw the Rambam um, in this first paragraph made a very strong point that one has to understand that the nefesh is indivisible. It's bilti mischalekes. It doesn't, it doesn't divide up. There's just different parts to the soul. Not different souls. And we went in depth with Rabbi Akamayish's sure understanding the significance of that in our Vedas Hashem. And in Tikkun Amidus, how that like rests as a, a fundamental, as, as the fundamental point in order for Tikkun Amidus to, to be accomplished. Now we'll read the next paragraph in the Ramah. Ata Yedea, and you know, Shatikun Amidus, he refuas hanefesh v'koychoysel. The fixing up of Midas, Tikkun Amidus, is the curing of the soul and the soul's koychus. In the same way, a doctor needs to know the body in order to cure it. He has to know the whole. Yeah, he has to know the whole body. He has to know its parts. What the what the parts of the body are. Right, the body of the person. And he needs to know which things will make a person sick and that a person has to be careful to guard himself from. To stay away from. And which things will bring a person health. And he has to direct the person to eating or doing those things that will bring health. So too is the doctor of the nefesh. Who wants to fix up the midas of a person? It's a phone in this, is this room. So, Cain Rofenefer, so too the doctor of the soul, who wants to fix up the midas of a person, he needs to know the nefesh and the kaychis of the nefesh in general, the chalakeh as well as its parts. And what will make the nefesh sick and what will make the nefesh healthy? So now says the Rambam, because of this I will say The parts of the nefesh are five. Hazon, you have the part that he calls the zon which is it's called also tzomech. zon means right so it gives sustenance and tzomech means lotion of growth that's the first part of the soul another part another part of the soul is the part that feels is like the imagination 
the part that becomes stirred, okay, becomes a uh, stir stirring in a person. Yeah. And then you have the intellectual part of the nefesh. Now the Rambam is going to go into each of these. This is just the the introduction, you know, of this. Uh, he's going to go into each one what they are. But the first thing we should realize is that this is actually quite fascinating that the Rambam splits up the nefesh into five parts. Because as he said in the previous paragraph, the philosophers used to speak about three souls. The, uh, the fact that the Rambam splits up the soul further than just three, right? even I, uh, I mean, that's, that's something that's quite remarkable, because you have to realize that the Rambam didn't have Kabbalah. And I'll pick Kabbalah, we speak about five different parts of the, of the Nefesh. The fact that the Rambam got to this idea that there's five parts of the Nefesh, as opposed to the commonly and philosophically understood three is rather significant and shows the godless of the Rambam held the Rambams even though he didn't have Kabbalah but his you know Mazole Chaze it's more than Mazole Chaze Daitu Agdoila you know his Das was Mamish Das Torah by the fact that like we saw in Rabbi Yaakov in the introduction he, he, he was the Torah itself so therefore he's able to get to the Amitios of Kabbalah without actually having had the Kabbalah he was able to get to the truths of many of the truths of the Kabbalah. Of course, he classified them and gave them over in, in philosophical terminology and in different terminology, but if you study them in depth, you'll see tremendous parallels and you see how the Rabbah really saw very great things that uh, stim perfectly with, with Kabbalah. And this is one example. So this is where we'll go, move over now to Rabbi Akamosha. And see the next ice, which is really kind of relating to this paragraph. Nisbayer, it's on page Ayn Aleph. Nisbayer be'ezus Hashem is Baruch. It was. Explained, Ezra Hashem Yisbarach, Inyan HaShorish, Shemashrish Banu HaRambam, Ladas, Ki HaNefesh Achas V'Leishtayim. That's what Rabbi Yaakov explained until this point. The Inyan of the Shorish that the Rambam really, you know, is Mashrish into us, right? Tries to take, give up, make it, take root within us. The importance of knowing that the Nefesh is one and not two. Meaning not not one and not more than one. Okay. We also explain how this knowledge, this idea, is necessary for the purification of one's midos. Now we will come to explain what the Rambam explains from the parts of the nefesh. Right? Undoubtedly, this also is Nagaya to the Mahalach of the Midas. That without knowing these things and having these recognitions that the Ramam was going to give over, it's impossible to come to Shlemus Hamidus. It's, it's very important to, to see what Rabbi Akamosh's uh, Yachas over here, even in these few lines. He's, sa he's saying, if the Ram says something, it means it's necessary. It's a, that's an important say. It's not like he's just throwing in like interesting material. Ram is not throwing throwing in. in we know the Ram, similar to Rashi, was uh, very mekatzer, right? We're medaiking every word of the Ram. So the same thing is true in his hakdamis and his, everything he wrote, the Ram wrote. That was the most of the Ram was kulei seicha, like we said. And kulei seicha doesn't waste a word. So he's not just stam throwing into us an interesting idea. He's telling you this is important in order for one to get to Shleimus Hamidus. Yedua ki chelke anefesh chamishahem kefish giluloi beruach hakodesh. Shehem nefesh ruach neshama chayechida. It's Yedua that the parts of the nefesh are five, as 
they were Megala to him. I, I guess presumably he's saying the Megala to the Rambam, the Ruach HaKodesh, the fact that he got to fight. Which is Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chai You could actually see in the next ice, if you turn the page to page Ayan Beis, the way he starts off ice hey. He, say, he says, the Harambam and the Rambam, that saw everything that was Nizgal in Ruach HaKodesh, he also knew to divide up the Nefesh into five parts. And they work well, they parallel. Which is the five parts of the neshama that Alpi Kabbalah we right, we we were given that these are the five parts that there are to a to to a neshama to a nefesh. So getting back to our piece, Ayin Aleph, Yedua Kichelke Nefesh Chamishem. It's well known that the five parts of the neshama, Kfisha Gilo Ibruch Hakodesh, Shehem Nefesh Ruach Neshama Chayechida. Toichen. The content of their division is in the following way. The nefesh is the part that in it is found the union of change, of switching. Switching, it can be changed. It right now the nefesh could become revealed, the nefesh hatoiv, the good part, the good nefesh can be revealed and do a mitzvah. And a moment later, a moment passes, the tzad hatoiv of the nefesh will become concealed, hidden. The nefesh harati kaches and the bad nefesh will will take its place. In such an oifin that, in such a way that the situation of the nefesh is insecure, it's uncertain, it's uncertain. Over the course of time, what's going to be from hour to hour, or moment to moment, and from situation to situation. On top of that, there's the ruach, which is more secure. Ki gam mechalkel. Because the Ruach also sustains. In other words, <coughs> even though the, the bottom nefesh in the Rambam's Lashon, which he didn't get into comparing the Rambam and Kabbalah, which he will do, but the word Zon also means to sustain. right? But Mechalkel is more. Mechalkel is, um, you see, the nefesh is like the receiving part of the soul. And since it's, re- it's a receiving part of the soul, it is given to change, right? When something is, is a receiver, it changes based on what it's receiving, okay? But the Ruach is a mashpia compared to the Nefesh. The Ruach has a certain, like, we'll put it like that, the Nefesh is more passive and the Ruach is more active, okay? Proactive. That's what Ruach Mechalkel. The Ruach gives over. The Ruach actually kind of takes charge. Whereas the Nefesh just is responsive. So when the Nefesh, being that the Nefesh is responsive, it can do a mitzvah. And then there are certain, right, the Yetzirah, suddenly whatever, something comes up, and he'll be responsive in a bad way to the next thing. Right? That that switch, that flip-flop can take place very easily by the Nefesh. Whereas opposed to the Ruach, the Ruach is a deeper point, a higher point of the person, which takes charge, is what we call the spirit of the person. Okay? Wait, are they given female male quality? The nefesh receiving them? Uh, Al-Pi Kabbalah, yes. In other words, uh, Al-Pi, Al-Pi Kabbalah, the, the Nefesh is relative to the Ruach. Again, we're talking just yeah. the, the relationship between the Nefesh and the Ruach is a f- male-female relation. Yes. Ki Achen ruach In fact, the ruach is in 
the human who ain't a nel am kol kach menakel, it doesn't becomes concealed so easily. Haruach mekashkesh lefanav kezug ve'enon noten menucha. The ruach, the spirit of a person, shakes in front of him like a bell and doesn't give a person rest. Right? A person can do an Avera, but he'll have this thing knocking away at him inside, which is always making him uncomfortable and unhappy about what he's doing, the way he's acting, etc. Right? Or you have a ruach that will constantly be shaking in the person that's giving him a drive do something good. But that spirit of the person is always there, is like the, in a certain sense, is like the backdrop of the human experience. It's, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't give a person rest. It's always knocking away in there. Right? That's what causes people, uh, you know, people that, uh, like, We had we, we had over here, right in Beit Shemesh. We have right the whole story of the signs, right? The signs are calling for tzniyus in certain areas of Beit Shemesh, where anyway the whole populace is, uh, you know, going tzniyus and they want tzniyus, and almost no one else walks there. But it, this disturbs a lot of people, right? Now whether it's legitimate or not, it, it's pushed that it's just a matter of the the fact that here we have different populaces coming from different backgrounds and different mentalities, so. When they're brought close to each other, there's a friction that comes out uh, based on just different backgrounds, and there's not much logic necessarily uh, used in how to deal with this pkisha, with this meeting of, of opposite worldviews and opposite, um, to a certain extent, even value systems. But regardless, the point is that I want to make over here a second. Somebody, I was on the bus um, coming back like a week or two ago, or I guess it was two weeks ago, something like that. And this Hasidish guy on the bus says to me, uh, We were passing by the one of the that big sign um, on the corner, it was a review Danasi, that that sign they, they have to, it has to come down because the, you know, the others, whatever, I don't know what he labeled them, whatever it is, they, they went, you know, they went to the courts. And the courts ordered the mayor to take it down. Always the mayor's going to like be put in jail or something, or get fines, I think, put in jail. No, I don't know what, I don't know what the threat was, whatever. And that's actually what the judge you know, said. And uh, indeed, they, they ended up taking it down, right? Others went up, and down, up, and down. You know, okay, so color war is on, and right there. But in any case, so... So I saw, you know, like he's like, you know, disturbed like a lot of people on this side of the story, right? I disturbed like, Mach Batlechem, like, what do you care that there's signs in these, the, you guys, like, who cares this is their neighborhood? This is like, no one else lives there. What do you care, right? You, what do you have to walk here? What, what does it bother you? It has nothing to do with like, no. Right? And you have people coming, what called provocateurs, whatever it is, and they'll come, they dafka want to walk, and the dafka going to take down, the dafka going to go to the courts and make a whole big fuss about it. So I told the guy, listen, Baruch Hashem, right? you can't find the, you, you won't find this like, you know, except for the fact that it's eating up these people, and the fact that it's eating up these people is because they know that their their lifestyle is not fed by the Torah value system, the way it should be. They're not interested in what the Torah says and how the Torah wants you to organize your society and live. And that eats away at them, right? Basically, the whole anti-religious sentiment that's here in Eretz Yisrael, very, very strong, is all stemming from these wonderful, the Ruach Mekashkesh. It's that spirit that's banging away inside of them, saying, you're a Jew, live like one. And that doesn't let them rest. So the fact that they're all hot, and the fact that they're all they're going crazy, is the biggest sign that there's still, there's still life there, right? Like the tooth, right? If the tooth hurts, that's a good sign. If the tooth stops hurting, it means the nerve is dead. And Baruch Hashem, the nerves are alive, and you have to, uh, and you have to be happy about that. You have to be happy about that. It's Adarabah. If they didn't care, if they didn't, that would be a worrisome sign. That would be a worrisome sign. Is this also by non-Jews? This uh, concept of... Uh, 
this concept of uh, I don't know I, I don't know. It's not so pashat. Uh, the soul of a, a guy is just a little different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not not so pashat, but uh, there's I I. I I would say, but I'm not speaking now from any source that's in my head. <laughs> I know that I can make aware of and cognizant as I'm saying this, that there is probably a similar thing by the guy on a different level, a different level. But I'm not taking a crisis on the statement. You're giving it quality of a good, like a good quality, as opposed to a neutral quality. I mean, you're saying this is a positive thing that they have instead of suroch that depends on one section. Yeah. But can it be a reverse, meaning a negative as well, meaning if someone has you did say that it has this, this, this push to yeah. the positive. Is this also, does it exist in a negative quality? Well, the ruach, the ruach of a, of a yid is, is, is kulay toiv. The ruach of a, of a yid is, is a, only, only by the nefesh, we're going to get to this, I want to open up the nefesh achayim a little bit. The nefesh achayim, right, he discusses the, very much what Rabbi Yaakov Moshe here writes. It's important to see the nefesh achayim where you kind of see where it's coming from in the first shah. But uh, the Indian of Chet, he might actually quote it here, I don't remember. Yeah, he quotes it. Nefesh ki secheta. Right? Chet is rooted in the, in the nefesh. That's still the bottom, bottom part of the soul, which is very closely related to the guf itself. Actually, a lashon like that in the Zara, that it's the, I think, the shituf of the gufa. It's like the, the shutif of the guf, it's, which means it's very connected to the body still and still has that, that ability. And that bad aspect to it that can do something wrong, but the ruach is already much higher than that. The ruach is like the Nefesh Chaim says it is the ruach of of the Rabbi Yisrael. Right? You have the Nefesh Chaim says it's neshimas piv, neshama is the neshimas piv, like the breath of Hashem's mouth, and then the ruach is that the, like the wind being blown into the person, it's like that the part that connects from the breath of God into the part that's going into the person, which is the nefesh, and the ruach will be like this connecting force. Rabbi Yaakov is going to discuss it a little bit different, so do the Sifri Kabbalah discuss it different, and we'll a little bit touch on this, but, but, in any sense, but in any case, you see that the ruach is not the part, it is affected by sin, by chet, it is affected by chet, but it's not the part that's bringing along the chet. It's not the part that's, that's bringing a person to bad, certainly not by yid. It's not... Uh, Okay, so so he says haruach mikashkesh lefanav kizug ve'ena noisim menucha doesn't give a person rest ve'gam menaseh umeromim it also raises a person higher raises him up v'tisaeni ruach we have the lashon and right in, in davening we have it right it's pasuk that my spirit the spirit raises me up. The spirit raises a person. It's menaseh a person. Yeah, actually, let me just take out before we continue the nefesh achayim. If you if you want to uh, do a little bit of homework on, on these things, it's kedai to read the shahal of the chlal. But you have perikutes, for example, right? Where he brings a pasuk, and this is where you see Rabbi Yaakov is coming from. Even though doesn't, Rabbi Yaakov doesn't always quote. He usually does not quote his sources, right? So his lashon, though you have to know, is very, very meduyik. It's very, very exact, and everything he writes is very. It's coming from places. So, for example, here he says, "Ki aruach hu gam mechalkel." The ruach is also gives is sustain, gives sustenance, or is mechalkel. Right? So, Nefshechayim brings at the beginning of Parakutes when he discusses the the ruach. He says, "Vezel inyan akosuv." This is the inyan of the pasuk in Mishlei Parakutes pasuk yedalal ruach. Ish yechalkel machaleu the ruach nechea mi isaena. So he's here. The lashon here is the ruach is mechalkel, right? It like sustains, it fixes up his sickness, and the 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 low spirit who will raise it up. The ruach nechea rotsla machal vechelas aovin shabuchinas anefesh. He's talking about the 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 illness that of the sin of the bechinas of the nefesh. Right, and then he says in the parentheses, "Shestam roiva avoynus mitzuyis bechinas anefesh." Because stam most avoynus, most avirus are found in the bechin of the nefesh. Shehi atachtoyna akrovel sitra achra. 
which is the bottom one closest to the Sitra Raglea Yordas Mavas, like the Pesach says, its feet, that's at the bottom, its feet go down into the death. Whatever is the lowest in a person is more gas, is more coarse, right? it's further away from the Seichel, it's less, right? so it's more prone to physicality. Right? The feet are something which are completely physical. They don't have, right, in the middle of our body we have a heart, on top body we have, uh, we have the, we have the Seichel, we have the, you know, the intellect. In the feet, it's completely physical. So, so the Bechin of Nefesh is, relates, okay, um, to the bottom part, really from the waist down, which is like all just like related to physicality. And that's where the, the, the Shayrish of Chet will usually come from, the Nefesh. Like the Pasuk says, the Nefesh ki sechet and the soul when it will sin. These who sinned with their Nefesh. Habikirits and many other psukim like that. And then he says, um, so the, that nefesh, taken, it can be fixed up, and also to be elevated, through the bechin of the ruach. If the ruach is like depressed, it's like that he was poigim and he was makalkal the bechin of the ruach through sins that were dependent on the bechin of ruach. So you see that there are sins that are coming from, or that are attached to the ruach, the bechin of ruach. Then who will lift it up? Meaning the ruach is the part that's usually menaseh the person. And if the ruach is also messed up, if the ruach is it, it's it. Who's who's going to raise up the person? Then he says, I mean, this is not so much for our Indian, but he says, and if the Ruach is messed up, the Nefesh is gone, who's going to, what are you going to get, the Tikkun? The Tikkun is me, he said. Me is uh, a key word for Neshama. Okay, for those who are interested, right? me, me is a gematria of 50. And, um, we know that there's 50 gates of Bina, Shari Bina. So Bina relates to, Bina relates to the Neshama. Neshama and Bina are like um, basically interchangeable actually. So the Neshama is referred to as me. To bring it down to a more Pashta level, me, when you ask who, right, who, this means it's someone that's not here in front of you. So when we stand here in Eilam Haza, for example, so the Pasuk says, right? Raise your eyes up and say, who created these? Meaning, it's got to be something outside of the system. Me, Bara Who? Who? Someone you can't see. It's above the system. That's the Bechid of the Deshama, which is outside the system of Eilam Haza. He created so the only thing that then could once the whole system so to say within the framework of Eilam Haze, which is like the Nefesh Ruach system is broken or or Mekulkal is, is spoiled and ruined who's gonna fix up the situation that can only come from above which is me which is me which is the the Bechina of, of Neshama because that's where Tshuva is right we know that the Tshuva is rooted in this Bechina and sphere of Bina the of the neshama, so that that still has that still gives us the hope that there's still a way out. There's still a way to fix up the situation. All right, we got a little bit off course over here, but um, we'll, we'll move back now to uh, back down into the system. <laughs> so, so now the, back to Rabbi Yakimaisha. Rabbi Yakimaisha says, "Ulam the two bechinos." The two aspects, Hanefesh Varuach, Lishneem Yeshchelik Betoiv, Vigam Chelik Birach. Both of them have a Shaykhis, both of them have a portion in good and a portion in Ra. Loy mi boy, Hanefesh, Shipoi Elis Gam Chataim, Nefesh Kisecheta. We don't need to say, it's obvious that the Nefesh which does also Chataim, right? Nefesh Kisecheta. But Rabbi Yaakov says, "Algama ruach hoyte." The chiddush is that yeah, even the ruach also has, like we saw in, in Nefesh Chaim, there's, there's still a mokum of chet by the ruach as well. 
למעלה מהם חלק הנשמה, אבל אבוב דם זה חלק של הנשמה. שהיא איננה לקחת חלק רק בעתוי ולא ברע. בנשמה, really, that has no שייכס. That's only in good, it only has a portion in good, not in bad. כי כולה קודש להשם. Here's the reason why נשמה is related to בינה, the פוסק. נשמס שקאי תבינם. נשמה, תבינם, לשון הבינה. And that's כולה קודש. Okay, now... Yaakov Meshach gives us a Kabbalistic principle. There's light that's called the inner light, and there's light called the... Uh, well, how, do you, how do you translate this into surrounding, the surrounding light? Okay. Okay, we have to define this in order to, in order to move forward. Um, it's like this. We, we, we know that there's a guf and then there's a, and there's a neshama. We'll use that or nefesh, whatever you want to call it. Right? There's the physical and there's the spiritual. Um, <coughs> or if you would like, there's kli and or, vessel and light. And the guf is filled up with neshama, with ruchnius. Kli is filled with or. Right? The light that's inside of the human body, or in the light of inside of any kli, is called or pnimi, the light that goes inside. But there's more light that's mashpia on the guf, that's mashpia on the kli, that's not actually inside of the body. Because that or is so great that the body can't contain it within itself. The Kli can't contain that light within. So actually some of the or goes down and then Kiviyochel comes back out because it just it can't settle down in the body. And then some of the light doesn't go in Bechlal. Some of the, some of the, some of the or doesn't go in Bechlal. This is you saw it in, 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 in Kisve Ariza. The light that hovers above, so to say, or surrounds the kli, surrounds, it doesn't actually go inside, is called the or makif. Now, the or pnimi is the or that you, we have really more of a shaykhaz to. That's like, a, that really is like where we're, where we're holding, where we're at. The, the, that's that's what, what's, what we're working with. The or makif is more something that's mashpia on us from outside, and pointing us and pulling us up, hoping that we're going to internalize that R. That's how we move up. We then, as we build our kalim higher, we mezakich ourselves, we purify ourselves more, we refine our kli more, it can take, uh, it can take in a greater R. It can take in a greater light. So then we are turning in that R makif that was like right above us into R pnimi. We internalize that new R that or that we weren't able to until now and then our or makif is you know is, is higher we that's how we move from step to step so you know just to give you an example um for you know as a as a kid right he looks at his rebellion let's say a six-year-old kid looks at his rebellion like wow big time Tam, you know like and that's like that's the that's the role model for the kid you know um and as he moves higher, you know, the Rebbeim get have to be more of Talmidei Chachamim, and then the Beis Medrash, you know, and the your concepts of greatness change as time goes on. As you have, get more of a shaykhus to new levels, but as more as you get more of a shaykhus, you know, it, it, for example, for a kid, he can't really tell the difference between someone at level five and someone that's level seven and someone that's level ten. Because they're all so much greater than him, uh, for him there's no difference. But as you get taller yourself, so to say, spiritually taller yourself, so you obviously can then tell the difference. And then you are pulled by the godless of a person. That becomes a, a or makafi, which means it leads you in a certain way. It pulls you into a certain way that you didn't have a shaykhist tuba beforehand. So that now is your new ormak if it's being mashpia on you, which was, it wasn't being mashpia before because you had no shaykhist whatsoever. So not, not all or that's on top of us 
has a direct hashpa on us. Only certain or that's on top of it, you have to have right it has to have some kind of kesher still to the to the to the cleave to the goof. Okay, so for our purposes, it's enough to know or pnimi is the parts of the neshama, is the chilek of or, the of ruchni, that goes inside of the guf, inside of the body, inside of the kli. And the or makif is the light that's outside of the kli. Where does the or makif come? All the or comes from the bayish I mean, it's all It's all an extension of the or inside for the bayish They come from people's mitzvahs, they come from. How oh, how do you edit Well, that's what I say. As you purify your body, Right, you're basically the aura is really there. It's all there. Oh, it's yeah. up for grabs. Yeah, the, 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 there's this continuum of aura and self, and and it's up it's us up to us to just purify ourselves and take in more and more of that aura. So we call it like bringing down the aura, but really it's not so much bringing down the aura as bringing ourselves up to the aura. That's a actually important Yisait of the Rashash well, points this out not the Rashash and Shas okay um Vaiter Vine Yesh Or Pnimi Vyesh Or Makif there's the Or Pnimi and there's the Or Makif the Imam Nama Pnimi Yosir Yakar and although the Pnimi is more dear to us because it's like kind of, it's in us, it's part of us. But really, the makif is bigger. The grasp of the evil is primarily in the pnimi, in the part of the neshama, in the part of the or that's inside, not in the makif. And also, that is because it's due to the greatness. And um, like the shine, the greatness, the strength of the makif. The zaheb, in other words, the makif is so great, the aura is so great that the rock can't approach it. It's too, it's too massive. That aura is too massive. It can't. If the rock gets anywhere near, it'll just be burnt up and finish. This is the difference between the nefesh and the ruach, to the chaya and the yechida. Shenefesh v'ruach, which are the two lower parts of the the neshama, right? Shenefesh v'ruach pnimim. The nefesh and the ruach are inner; they go into our body. V'chaya v'yechida makifim, and the chaya and the yechida, they they are makif; they are surround us from up above, around whatever. V'aneshama hi amamutzas b'neim, and the neshama is the intermediate between the two. The picture he paints over here. As I said, is a bit different. Is, a, is different than the picture that the Nefesh Chaim paints. Nefesh Chaim really paints that the Nefesh is inside. The Ruach, he the Ruach, he says, goes inside, but it's not as much. But it, it still works with Nefesh Chaim. It's based on different. The standard, wasn't it, the stand, what he's presenting here, Rabbi Yaakov is presenting here, is the standardized uh, Arizal. It's like the standard Arizal is the standard thing that Nefesh Ruach. Go inside the person, and uh, and stay out. And the neshama, we have different ways of seeing it because it's that intermediary. Intermediary. And the truth is that the, what I remember that the nefesh chaim also makes a point of this. Yeah, the nefesh chaim says, "Umashe kosev bazayit." It's in Perak Tesvav. Umashe kosev bazayit v'amukubalum zal shebechinas an neshama. Right? Some people say that the tefillah for the tefillah, right? Haneshama shebamoichi, the neshama that's in my moya, which is mashma. The neshama actually goes inside the person. So he says, what's written in the Zayin and the Mekubalim that the neshama's dwelling spot is in the brain of a person. Kavanosam zal, their intention is alanitzotze ziv oira hamaskeles moichay v'sichloi, on the sparks of the light that are giving seichel into the moyach. Okay. Not the essence itself of the neshama, but the rays of light coming from the neshama. So this, you see from here at least this paragraph in Nevesh that he's still working as well with, uh, you know, he's still holding, of course, of the standard picture over here of the nefesh ve'ruach inside mamish 
the neshama having some shaykhs to co- inside, its rays are going down, or whatever it's going down, part of it's going down, but the ikr of it is not. And that's because it's, it's the in-between step. So that's what he says, in the neshama, yesh adam, there's a tzad, there's a part, there's a side of it that goes inside the person. But most of it, the majority of it, stays outside, above, or around. And at the time that the Sahara overpowers a person, and people are nichshal, they stumble in chet, then the neshama goes and becomes removed from him. Not like the nefesh and ruach. When a person sins, the nefesh and ruach get stained. They get stained with, with the filth of the Avera. The neshama doesn't get stained by the filth of the Avera. The neshama simply leaves. Some simply leaves. The person loses that part of his spirituality. And that's in order because it's in order to save the neshama. The neshama is not, it can't get this gam. It can't get blemished. Lamalamize above the neshama is the chaya, shikula me'or makif, which is completely from the surrounding or. Somebody who's to the chaya, einenu ben tmusa. Never can die. Somebody got the chaya, that's it. They live forever. Lives forever. He calls man shame bebchinas nefesh v'ruach as long as the person is in the bechina of nefesh and ruach. Koyach hakveda sheba adam. Let me just explain that for a second. All right. There's, these are five parts of the neshama that always are existence. Everybody has them, but there's a lashon in the zayar, which Saba the Mishpatim talks about it. That not every person is zayche to all the different parts of the neshama. It's actually, most people don't get too far. Uh, we're kind of like, most people stay down on the lowest rung possible. It takes a lot of work to get to get higher and higher. But that's what he means over here, that, yeah, they have, it's still, there's a hashefa coming, there's an or, we, we still derive some kind of benefit from it, but it's not called that it's within our possession, so to say. We weren't kind of, for example, if you want to be magdur like this, we have tremendous potential, as we've said already. But it's not enough to have potential. You have to materialize that potential. So this or is or of potentiality, which is mashpia onto us because we're affected by our potential as well. But we don't manifest that potential. We don't necessarily. We're not kinda that potential until we do a lot of work and are kinda. Now, somebody who is kinda that level of chaya will live forever. As long as they're in the bechina of nefesh v'ruach. Which is the koyach of like gravity in the person, meaning that weighs the person down, the heaviness. They'll fall from above, below. Like all the nature of existence that goes from above to below. In other words, the teva of Metzius has. The grav, what we call gravity, I and mean, that's not the real scientific definition of gravity, but right, what expresses itself as what we call gravity, which is everything falls down. Right? Newton's law of gravity, like that's what it, everything falls down. That's the way Teva goes, and that's the nefesh ruach. If it's a, it's a, it's a koyach that kind of like is bringing things from below, from bottom to top, which is actually is also an important thing, by the way, because we, for example. We wouldn't want that the or stays in our upper part of our body and doesn't go below. We want the hispashtus. We want the spreading out and the spreading down below. The ultimate goal of the Rabbani Shalom in the Bria, it says, is that the Shekhinah should be betachtoinim, that the Shekhinah should go all the way down below. I'm just pointing out that even though this sounds like a very negative thing, but there's actually an important thing, there's an important reason that Nefesh Ruach works like this. Because ultimately it's supposed to serve the ultimate ingenious plan of their Bayesham to spread the R all over the whole system all the way down to the Raglayim, all the way down to the bottom. Can you explain how it works again? It goes from bottom up, you said? From no, from, from gravity, from from yeah. top to bottom. Okay. Top to bottom. 
So that's the Nefesh Ruach. Ulam HaMakifim, but the Makifim, the oil that's surrounding, Hey Ma'alim Umeshanim Esativius. They raise up and they change the naturalness, they change the nature, the, 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 right, the tivius, to raise them up above in the Bechina of fire. And the Torah is from the Eitzachayim, tree of life, from the Yisoyed of the Bechina of Chaya. We know that if he ate from the Eitzachayim, he would live forever. Why? Because that's the Madrigas Chaya. And therefore the Torah is Nimshal Te'esh, which doesn't move from top to bottom, it moves from bottom to top. It goes up. Fire is always heading up. Right? My words are like fire. The words of Torah, which goes up. Above the Chaya, now he goes to the fifth one. Above the, the, the Chaya is the Yechida. Bokvar Makirim over there, who there we already recognize Ekshakol Kelochashiva Negadamatsius. How everything is as if non existent compared to the Matsius Amitis Echad Yochadim Yuchad, the one and only, the Rabbi Shalom, that's the only true, true, true Matsius. Bonichlolem Bagufa de Malka in it, okay, with the Yechida, we're included in the body, so to say, of the Melech, meaning we become, at that point, when a person reaches the Madrega Vichida, he becomes one with the Rebbeinu Shalom on the fullest level, where as if there's no existence to him at all. Okay, not that he doesn't have a physical existence, he has a physical, physical existence, but he got to the Madrega where he doesn't see it, it doesn't have anything chashivas to it at all, it doesn't have any chashivas to it at all, at all, at all. Everything is Rabbi Shalom. The whole Mitzvah he sees just Rabbi Shalom. The Ein Yechidus Kamoisa, and there's no Yechidus like it. It's not like like we say Echad the Ein Sheni. It's a oneness where there's not even there's no second. It's a Yechidus, an absolute Yechidus, an absolute oneness. Zel Bederch Klal Mitzvahs Bechinas Chalkei Nefesh. This is Bederch Klal the Mitzvahs. Right. This is basically saying this is an an over uh, an overview. The mitzvahs of the different aspects of the parts of the nefesh, ulam beruchnius. In other words, what we just described—these five different levels. This is in general, ulam beruchnius. However, in spirituality, yesh bekol chelik mein kolachalokim. There's in every part. Every part divides up similar to all the different, all the all the parts. Again, what he means is, the truth is that he says it in Ruchnius, but we now know it's true in, in, in Gashmius as well. The marshal that was used, the Talaris uses this marshal for this, is Avne Har Sinai. I think, and we, did we mention this at all? Right, right, the, the, it's the, the tree, right? Every, it's always a picture of a tree, you cut it, and then there's still a little picture of the snare, whatever, a bush, you know, this, the, not a tree, a bush, right? which we call the holographic principle, which is that the whole, that the, the every part of the whole has within it, in small, the whole. It reproduces the whole in every single part. Okay, the klal and the prat are shalvim, they're equal. Just one is smaller, one is bigger. So he's saying that, Rabbi Yagamaj is saying in Ruchnius, that, that you have in general, you have these five different parts of the, of the, of the nefesh, but really, in every part has in it the whole five as well. So therefore, in every part of the nefesh, you really have all five parts. And that's what the Bali Ruch HaKodesh explained, which right, means the Kabbalah, right, explained, that really, the nefesh divides up into 125 different parts. That is, that every part divides up into five. Nefesh, Sheba Nefesh, Ruach, Sheba Nefesh, Neshama, Sheba Nefesh, Chaya, Sheba Nefesh, Yechida, Sheba Nefesh, V'chein Hala, B'chol HaChalakim. So that's five times twenty, five times five is twenty-five. And then each one of those divides up further, so that we have one hundred twenty-five. The truth of the matter is, it goes infinitely. 
but we don't deal with anything further more than the 125 because that's the that really gives you the concept that really gives you the shirish that's like the shirish advarim bechlolus this protos is the close protos once you go past that it's it's infinite there's no point in going past the third step that, that 125 what the rashash calls the prata acharon uh, the prata acharon the last detail that's like that's what that's his lotion for this uh, concept okay so uh, so what we saw today is really uh, again. This is just <laughs> it's, it's it's a hakdama now to something that he'll Bezashem build off of in the next in the next parts. We have to we know the next time we have to I think learn the whole entire Rambam. In other words, the rest of Perak Aleph together because uh, we have to first see that um, how the Rambam understands the five parts of the nefesh. Now obviously the Rambam is dealing with very physical inyanim. We have to see then Bez Hashem over the course of the next, you know, different pieces in Rabbi Yaakov Moshe, how he relates that to these very spiritual parts of the Nefesh. Um, again, you already have the insight to understand that if you have, like he said, you have a Nefesh of a Nefesh, Ruach Shem Nefesh, Vechule Vechule, so you take the bottom part of the soul, which is the Nefesh, and you divide it up on the lowest level, that will be the five of the Rambam that will relate to those very high lofty things that we spoke about, but they obviously have to have their parallel at the low level of the lowest level of Nefesh. And that will be the Rambam's window, right? That's the Ram, that's our window basically into the into the overall Kaiches of the Nefesh of the Neshama is whatever we see here in the physical world, the things that are more tangible to us. But then of course once we understand that, that opens up Vistas in in, in Ruchnius at large. I'm sorry, Echze Eloika. All right. Good luck. Nefesh Benefesh. Yeah. Five parts of Nefesh Benefesh. That's right. Right. This is like the Jewish place. The Jewish what? Right. Is this is this Ruach? Yeah.